year in the shadows after a change in presidency but after a musical performance behind a mask for a tape show that i can't imagine more than four people watch rudy giuliani is back first of all the mass singer really who is watching network television anymore and then they have like four different spin-offs of this show wait Who's Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> I know him because I grew up in uh, New York where he was, I think, the mayor, right? And he kind of led us out of 9-11. Like he was, you know, he was a guy that he was, you know, brave leadership. But then he, he's most notably recently known as Trump's lawyer. And I, I think they had like a parting of ways, maybe not, but he's kind of associated with obviously oh, Trump. Uh, but what was... The... Go uh, ahead. Well, but what was just funny was he he's all of a sudden unmasked as one of these mass singers and two of the judges walked off the goddamn set like they were so uh, offended. I was, first of all, what is Giuliani doing, uh, you know, doing this show? <laughs> like, what the fuck? The mass singer of all things. It's like, you know what? This is how I get in people's hearts again. The mass singer. Have you watched it? It's just I see their I, promos. I can't even do it. Right. I've seen a few clips and like, to be honest, I mean, I don't know what I'm listening to or whatever, but uh, it sounds kind of like auto tuned. Like some of these people will reveal and I'm like, ah, I, I don't know if I believe they sound that good. Yeah, it's reality TV. It's a competition where basically it's either a celebrity or a singer. And the, the it's basically trying to show off, hey, I can sing and people guess. Well, who is that from some clues? It's a cool concept. But again, this is for what? I, like Housewives? I don't know who's watching this. So I got a few things. First of all, Rudy Giuliani was the guy from Borat 2, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Great call. That yes, almost like hooked up with the chick. Correct. Oh, yeah. In real life. yeah, old white guy, a uh, little bit uh, nefarious. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that, guys. Hey, it's time for Wayne. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what that was for. Um, and then second of all, like, are, like, remember, like, OG American Idol? Yes, like, I missed that. And I feel like it's everyone's ripping it off. Yeah, dude, that shit went hard. Like when they would freak out and just curse, 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 and it would show the American Idol sign over their mouth. Dude, the auditions, how many people went out to that shit? Seacrest just pulling in like the stories and like the, I mean, the OG judges, that was the greatest. It had a, that show went like long beyond its popularity, I think. Like it had a great run. Uh, yeah, but now I guess the voice is kind of like took that over. Right. And um, so, yeah, not only do they have the mass singer, which is like a kind of clever, but don't they have the mass dancer too? Which is like, really? It's like, you think we're stupid enough watching the mass singer, the masked dancer? Who, like, who ran out of ideas? Someone just pulled that out of a trash bin crumpled up and it was just like, hmm, the masked dancer. I think we can make that work. Let's put it on Fridays at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, How are you going to look at someone dance and be like, oh, I think that's <laughs> Justin Bieber. 
and who knows dancers like hmm yes this reminds me of the work of uh you know J- juliet pa- i don't know a single dancer um, except yeah. delaney yeah i was gonna say yeah. i would the I only name that came to my mind my mind was delaney glazer or maybe she's on it um yeah so ken jong and robin thick were so offended they walked off set really robin thick uh <laughs> you know checker passed himself uh, he was like, you know what? He did what Giuliani was doing. He was like, you know what? This is how America gets back. I'm just going to walk off. I, I'm just going to walk off the set and people will love me again. So, Wait, yeah. why'd they walk off? Because it was him? <laughs> I don't know. Because like, again, it's like, it's the fight between the far right and the far left. I guess Ken Jong is uh, far left, I guess. He's a uh, what? Professor Chang from Communities, where I love him. And he's also in The Hangover, right? But now he's doing The mass Singer. So they didn't like walk off to be funny or anything. They were actually like, <laughs> they were like appalled. <laughs> yeah, like they were so offended. They didn't even, you know, I would have been like like the, screaming at Giuliani or something. I would have been doing it. But if you were appalled, I would have challenged him, not just walk off. So how do you it's like? How do you no, win? Right? Show. Yeah, so you win by basically. I, I think you get voted off by having the worst performance. So you have to like be a decent singer and. Like T-Pain was actually, I think the first season, it was unmasked that it was T-Pain. And it was, Antonio Brown was one of them. Like, they get some interesting guests. Oh, my God. Recently? To be singers. I think it was last season or two. <laughs> I can't keep up. But speaking of being offended, did you guys see why Adidas was trending today? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, buckle up. I mean, people were outraged because everyone's outraged about this. But this was something that got people talking. Adidas literally released an ad campaign, like kind of promoting their sports bras. And it was just the bare chest of 30 women. Like, I kid you not on Twitter. There's just a rack of 30 knockers for this bare boobs, bare boobs. And it, for what? For Adidas's new sports bra campaign. How, how, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> literally pull up the tweet, actually, Alex. It's on Adidas's fucking uh, campaign. We'll get it for the visual audience. I'll just say, don't be too much right now. Uh, Is this NSFW? That's what I'm saying. How do, it is not safe for work. It's not safe for kids. Like, how did they get? Ooh. Is this poor? <laughs> Wait, did you see it? That's great. Seeing it. Pin yeah. tweet. <laughs> what? Bro. <laughs> Right. First of all, how how do you how do you get away with that? What so many questions? What huh? Dear Lord, and why? I mean, I get it. It's get people talking, but come on. Should I retweet this right now? <laughs> yes. I'm not kidding. Just, just, just be like, just retweet it. Just say thank you. Um, I couldn't believe it. That was the trending. So again, if you're just hearing this for the first time, uh, do yourself a Google search, and you will see what we are talking about. Oh wow! What? <laughs> uh, I'm retweeting it, but what the fuck? Like, is that porn? What is that legitimately porn? I don't know, dude. Uh, these are some disgusting bras. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, can we say that? But then, why are you tweeting that out? You know, we didn't ask to see that on our timeline as we're going through. Maybe we're at lunch, you know, scrolling through Twitter, and all of a sudden. Uh, you know, the, here comes a promoted tweet and there's, you know, 30 bare chests uh, ranging in ages up to, I believe, 85. Like I could tell by some of those photos. Bro, <laughs> this is unprecedented. That's what it's like. This broke is the internet. Is that what it's called? What is it called? Sorry, Alex. Like tone death. 
No, I think it's it brings up an interesting thing because they're trying to promote, hey, here we are. Like this is, you know, it's promoting body awareness. But then it's like, wait a second, you took body awareness to the extreme. Like I get you're showing all types of bodies, but I mean, you're showing them like in an unprecedented Bro, way. And they have this huge fucking like billboard or whatever. I can only imagine. Oh, where where is that going? Like, what about the kids? That's what I'm saying. What, Dude, the world is changing, and Adidas is uh, certainly throwing something into the game today. Dude, um, honestly, good for them for make, stirring up some shit. and Everyone's some talking shit. about it. it. Super Bowl, everyone's doing these creative ad campaigns, and this was just uh, an eye-opener. But but honestly, like, I see maybe one good <laughs> pair of boobs. And I said none. Two, I said none. I mean, uh, come on. That was funny. I mean, Speaking of porn, did St. Louis's own Nelly purposely release a video of himself getting domed to his Instagram? Oh, I saw that on one minute. Yeah. Well, first of all, I like KFC was interviewing him for something. And why I found it crazy was one, you know, Nelly accidentally posted it to his own Instagram, but then he was being interviewed and it was almost like he was trying to show off the video of him getting domed to Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart was like, what the fuck are you showing me right now? I'm trying to answer a question. That is a good point. I wonder if he did that on purpose, but it didn't look like it was, I mean, I don't know. It could be acting. <laughs> you got people talking, you know, Nelly is, that's what I'm saying. We haven't heard from Nelly a little bit since I think his tour bus got raided. Um, but now we've got, you know, his, alleged sex tape posted uh to his instagram account um my crypto experience made me want to take up heaters again sorry i I couldn't believe it uh alex did you end up figuring out how to yeah so we broke the news last week jack loses his nft virginity only to sell the nft two days later right when i buy my first nfts did Uh, he sold it that's what i thought i think he sold it like literally after we talked about it last week Made a profit though. He did. Yeah. I kid you Dude, not. We'll have to check back with them. But that fucking pisses me off by Jack. <laughs> Why? Because like, he didn't hold. He's such a fucking paper hands, dude. Like he is literally. When you think of paper hands, you think of Jack Duncan. Dude, I should. Uh, I should pull up my fucking. <laughs> That's hilarious. Really, we should put that on the shirt. Um, I'm going to pull up my NFTs here, actually, if I could get to it. But yeah, I purchased my first three, you know, through like 200 bucks in FTX. And the reason was, God, I was literally like losing my mind. I was feeling old, frustrated, trying to link my bank account to FTX. And then I was depositing and I was trying to transfer to Seoul. But then I couldn't transfer my USD because my bank had to confirm it. So then I just said, fuck it and went to Coinbase. Like it took an hour before I finally bought the art and now I get, you know, a whoop de doo I have three NFTs. Dude, it's crazy how complicated it is now that you have, you've actually done it and like gotten the crypto and traded it and whatever. Um, my, you know, the meme where it's like the grandma that's like back in my day, and then the <laughs> next thing, it's like pushing grandma to bed, like go to bed, grandma. My brother made a meme that was like, back in my day, we were buying crypto on MetaMask, <laughs> trading it on Uniswap. Because there's going to be so many additions and so many new things. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had to make a fucking wallet with Phantom. And in the wallet, yeah. I went out to Magic Eden and bought my NFTs. Um, That's I got the a- wildest. That's the wildest part is 
downloading the wallet and starting to figure it all out and then you're like at the fingertips you could buy ten thousand dollars worth of something like i was like lost in a wormhole just looking through different because there's so much shit and i was like all right you know i'm gonna get something that's i think is cool right i got like a cool looking grim reaper for one soul like a donkey wearing snowboarding glasses for like you know wait point one soul can we see them can you share them? yeah here um tell me trying to figure out how i can do it but Oh, you know what you could do is message them to. Oh, yourself. you know what? I'll screenshot it and I'll shoot it to you. I'll shoot it to the group chat, and then maybe Alex can throw it up. Um, yeah. We could do it. Maybe that'll be the big uh, tada at the end while we're doing the tea. I'll get that ready. My NFTs. I got three of them for you. Um, did you see what FTX is doing for the Super Bowl? Though, speaking of advertisements, it's super cool. So they're giving away Bitcoin to like people retweeting it basically at this appointed time. So they bought a commercial for the Super Bowl. It is slotted to air sometime in the second half. And whatever time that airs is how many Bitcoin. So say like they're the last commercial at 1115 Eastern, they're giving away 11 Bitcoins. Uh, And it's just like you have to, which is cool, you know? And again, we're, it's funny going back to see all the different Super Bowl commercials, like two, 20 years ago, Staples had like, you know, a fucking ad in the Super Bowl. Now it's all crypto and whatnot. Wait, wait, wait. They're giving away how many Bitcoin and why? Whenever. So they're just giving away Bitcoin, big Super Bowl ad. You have to, whenever the ad airs and they don't know when it will, it's just kind of when the NFL chooses, okay, here it goes. They know it's in the second half. So it's either going to be between like 8.30 Eastern or maybe 11 Eastern. So they're going to give away whatever time their ad airs. That's how many Bitcoin, like eight, nine, even up to 11. Just to people really? on Twitter. Yeah. Whoa. You going to get it? Uh, little Bitcoin <laughs> rally here. You know that um, Aaron Rodgers gave away a million dollars in Bitcoin in $10 increments to people? <laughs> I can't even imagine. What are you doing with $10 of Bitcoin, too? Dude, that's 100,000 Bitcoins or $100,000, 100,000 people, right? Is this one you're looking at here, uh, Alex? Yeah, I, I, this, is, this is who's Austin's? Yeah, it's kind of sweet, isn't it? I love it. Wait, what is it? What's like the tag name? It's Apes in Space Takeoffs. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, as aforementioned. Yeah, and you know you can look up rarity of, like, your... your yeah, that's what I was looking at, which I found pretty cool. Um, here, I'll work on getting mine right now to you. Um, yeah, it was cool. You know, it's like art. It's the same thing. I just like it to just say I have it, you know? Um, I'm kind of looking at, like, what they're selling at, you know, maybe every week, because, you know, I'm not looking to flip it unless it's, like, going to make a decent profit, right? But yeah, you're curious how it's doing. Sure. Um, are you gonna make one of them your pro picks? Dude, I was thinking about it. Um, it was like because yes. I, you know, I still do like play by play in the area. So like, what if you know, you know, when I have a broadcast, it's you know, play by play broadcaster Dylan Corbett, someone retweets it, clicks on my profile, it's just a Grim Reaper with a fucking <laughs> you know sword. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, so I thought about it, but maybe I'll make it my Instagram picture. Yeah, or you'll have to walk around with your NFT like on your hoodie all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. I'll put it on a chain. Um, my my friend that lives here, 
uh, Bryce, he got one of the, the legit apes um, yeah. for $1,000. And I think it's worth like half a mil now. And <laughs> he has like a hoodie with it. He has it as his background everywhere he goes. I'm like, that's dude. actually the coolest part when you see some guys that like, I, I've seen some other people do that with like clothing and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's actually kind of dope. Yeah. I mean, um, I fucking flex it too if I hit the jackpot. I mean, you literally are hitting the jackpot. And that's I what go, Gary. How did, you know? how did you know that this one would be the, the best one in the world? He goes, dude, I had no fucking clue. Guess who exactly. hit me off to it? I go, who? He goes, the dude I game with on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, a tip's a tip. He yeah. met him through Xbox and he got invited to his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> to some yes. of the closest friends. You've heard of those stories? Like I see yeah. videos of guys in like their mid forties, like finally seeing guys from the old gen Xbox they've chatted with for years. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that deep into it, but I definitely have made some like internet gaming friends for sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, I just it's sent you like... those uh, NFTs there. Oh, uh, okay. Whenever you get them, Alex, we could throw them up. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like I I picked three cool ones and hopefully people find these cool so that the demand drives up and the price goes up. Because, yeah, Gary Vee said on the Full Send podcast, he's like, you know what you should do is you should spend like five thousand dollars, you know, and again, not everyone has that. But if you really want to get into the NFTs and make some money, here we go. See, like uh, this is a total uh, of 200 bucks. And dude, those that are the donkey three. goes hard. Cheapest yeah. one. You gotta you gotta put that as your pro pick, bro. You like the donkey? Oh yeah. yeah. Right I now. I do like it. If you're talking like like what you said, the Grim Reaper for sure, I understand you're like, yeah, I don't know about that. But the donkey <laughs> is like, okay, this guy kind of is into NFTs. Maybe we should talk to him. He's the new wave. And maybe that drive that's the thing too, is all you saw Brie Larson fucking I mean uh, did something with an NFT and now it's like that's how you put people on to what it's going on. Maybe social donkey spikes a little. I'll yes. that up there. So <laughs> from this, but <laughs> yes, boom. So that's a good t- question. Do you have Twitter blue? And um, do we think that Twitter blue, everybody will start p- paying for Twitter blue here soon? I was looking at it and I thought about getting it, but it, the only real thing I would use it for would to be to actually have that NFT, NFT minted thing, which maybe it's worth it, maybe it's not. But the only other thing that was kind of tangible was the ability to undo a tweet, which I, I didn't really... That. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would be nice. But again, I would, if I tweeted something really fucking stupid, that's on me, and I'd rather just delete it and then try and like undo it. You know, I want to know the difference. Can yeah. you look that up, Alex? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the difference in Twitter blue. The difference between undoing a tweet and deleting a tweet. Yeah, sure. I and again, I might be wrong on the uh, logistics like the of that. But like I saw that just... it was like get Twitter blue. You could undo your tweets. I was like, all right. First of all, if you're undoing your tweets, you're a fraud. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it said your collectibles. Was that not on Twitter? That was my wallet, my phantom wallet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which I still can't figure out. Like, I, I have a rough estimate. Like, the Grim Reaper I bought for one soul, but the others were, like, decimals. I can't – I don't even know where to find how much I paid for them. Like, I have a general idea, but I can't – I still haven't figured out where to find that. So, it says, you basically, you've got – it's like if you have your email settings like this, where before I send an email, I give myself 20 seconds to be, like, Oh, you know, like cancel right. that. Then, like if you like, accidentally hit reply all. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I like, again, I was thinking was like, I like the idea and I think Twitter is such a used thing and still popular that people are going to pay for it, but I don't know. I ended up uh, go back to it. Go back to that, Alex. What is this little ad that they did? This is like something from the nineties on Disney channel commercials. We're we're at the end. Hold up. It's like, uh, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> wow. I want there to be like dun, 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 like some 90s disco or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, here. Yeah, we're learning. Undo tweet. How the hell? So he's about to send it. He sent it. Tweet. Oh, it's like going, going, like. So. Yeah, it's like retro they, 90s. So think about it. They were sitting at a table one day and said, how do we get people to get Twitter blue? And this is what they came up with. And wait a second, I just watched that ad again, and it's like, again, visual audience here, and Alex working, putting up some great visuals here, so we got the three-man crew rocking and rolling. Um, like, look, it's like, as it's sending is when you can undo it. <laughs> like, what? okay, great, so I have three seconds to work, I pay $3, a dollar per second to try and fucking uh, undo my tweet here. Yeah, you're paying $3 a month to make, to, to make the tweet longer to send. Yeah. Maybe they'll throw spaces in there. Like, you know, that's the thing is they're kind of just throwing new stuff at you and they're figuring out what they can do for a pay for model, which is what everyone's kind of moving to. And I don't think everyone's moving to it, honestly. I think free is always the way to go. And you right. figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. Why, dude, we need Jack Dorsey back now. That's what I'm saying. Jack <laughs> Dorsey would not stand for this. No, we need a, the homie Jack. Um Jack Dorsey sitting in his in his chair at home like I spent my whole life trying to stay free. See, you know what? I wonder because Elon, like, I wonder how he looks on his past projects. Like, I feel like some of these guys are like, I got out at the right time, you know, where it's like I'm moving on to different things because they kind of all just built a business and then made money to do more passion projects, you know, which is interesting because Jack Dorsey does square. But I mean, that is what he what he's. That's basically what he's known for, right? True. Yeah, he, he, exactly. He's the CEO of what? Square, Square, which is now Block, I think. Dude, that's um. whack. I don't know why they changed the name. Yeah. Because of crypto, I guess? Probably because of blockchain. I mean, just like Facebook uh, switching to Meta. Which, speaking of, Facebook loses daily users over a quarter, a business quarter, for the first time ever. And their stock plummeted. Wait people more people deleted their account than made a new account correct like isn't, on isn't that crazy or... on facebook eh, doesn't really surprise me that much well we kind of said it like i we know facebook's a dying app but just imagine how shell shook we will be once it's like hey we're deactivating facebook because there's not enough people using it anymore i'm only using it for birthdays and i'm starting to like you know that's well, about it and now when you wish someone a happy birthday via text, it'll say, do you want to add this birthday to their contact? And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. After a year, I won't need Facebook. That's a life hack. Wow. Yeah, Apple's fucking <laughs> boxing out Dude. Facebook now too. I mean, Meta. I used to be a, I used to load everyone's birthdays into my calendar just like every time I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that That's one yet. That's what it does. It's like, do you want to add this to your contacts calendar or whatever? Right. Which is nice. Um, Alex, can we get an update on the boring company? Because you said, um, yeah, they're doing new projects and stuff. I want to see, like, what has the boring company done in the past 
five years. Are they still digging holes? I'm looking at latest, like... For what? Sorry. So the Boring Company, have you ever heard of it? I have not. No, I'm ignorant right here. All right. It's one of it's one of uh, Elon Musk's uh, like million dollar ideas, right? Side businesses, I guess. I've heard of like he wants to build like an underground rail from Miami to New York, something that's, similar. That's what it is. But he also that's what he sells the flamethrowers on. And <laughs> yeah, um, a, oh, didn't he make tequila too? So you, so you ready for that? Uh, yeah, he he did release that like lightning bolt one. It's sweet, but uh. So in April 2021, the Boring Company opened its first public project. The Las Vegas Convention Center Loop System offers three stations over two tunnels with 1.7 miles of tunnels stretching over a distance of just under a mile. So that's coming up here hot. Hmm. But it's going to be used soon. And then here, peep, peep this. Here they show a little map. Um, Again, subscribe to us on YouTube, a great way to catch us there. We've got the visual and the rundown working great now, so another great way to catch the podcast. So what do we got here? So I, I don't – I'm not familiar with Diamond Lot and everything, but it looks just like 1.7 miles loop system, easy in, easy out kind of system. But also, have you seen anything about the tunnels in, like, L.A.? I've not. Not recently. So – I don't know any whereabouts or what, but he got a few counties. So I guess I'm in my eye, but he got a few counties to um to like sign off that said, uh, yeah, like you can use your boring company and like take on these projects kind of at your own cost. And uh, he developed like private roadways that can be used. I don't, you know, I'm paraphrasing in a sense. I don't know the, I got to look it up too, but I just saw someone tweet the other day that said uh they're like oh yeah everyone thought that these underground tunnels would be a good quicker path but they're still just like traffic backed up <laughs> i was like oh, Dude, we know what he should do is only allow teslas to go in the tunnels the funny thing is is a lot of the cars in that photo was a lot of teslas <laughs> dude i was thinking about long and hard because i think speaking of just like wasting money and thinking about the future like what are we doing with gas why do i have a gas jeep right now other than it's great in the snow. That's my yeah. one worry is I know Tesla's like getting better in the snow and I see him out here in Minneapolis a lot too, but aren't they kind of made for LA and sunny weather? Like I think I saw some horror stories of people like opening their trunk with snow. and just, it just like fell into the trunk on all their shit. It's a lot of Tesla people here. Like a lot of them still have a gas car to go up to the mountains and for when like, it snows and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they're good in snow. Don't get me wrong. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. But, uh, the bo Sorry uh, to interrupt you. I was just going to say yeah. the boring company also, like, the whole idea is, you know how for our entire lives, they've talked about St. Louis to KC or St. Louis to Chicago, like, tunnel that, like, Yeah, like a light rail or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, I think that's what the boring company's, like, goal is, is to actually make that, like, become a real life. That would be okay. sweet, like another option as opposed to air travel. Um, okay. uh, Austin, let's get a little life update from you. It's been oh, a while. Yeah. Welcome back. What's been yeah. going on? Thanks. Good to be back in the in the cut. Um, I'm a new man. What? <laughs> really? Short, short. I'm a new man, change man. I got a new job. Okay. Um, uh, it's 100% in the office, though, in Fort Worth. So huge, wow. huge life 
change for me. What are you talking there? A little bit of a commute? Yeah, it's like 45 minutes, give or take. Um, Both ways? What? Both ways? Yeah. (sighs) Which isn't like that bad, but I'm like right now I have a hundred percent freedom where I can essentially work from anywhere all the time and I'm going from 100% to 0%. Right. But it's just a huge career move that I have to make to keep growing. Um, and it's a really, really good company. Um, and shout out to Lexi Gorman. She knew the president of the company. So she huge. got me the interview. All about connections, baby. That's awesome. That's exciting. Starting new stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel yeah. what you're saying, going from zero to a hundred again and kind of getting used and acclimated to a whole new you know, atmosphere. Yeah, and this is like one of those type of companies where a lot of people never leave. It's like you stay with them for really career. So you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty happy about it. I start um, middle of March, so I told my company today. Ooh, they were pretty. They were pretty sad to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) But I figured I'd give them like a month in advance, just so that they can utilize me also i have a girlfriend stop stop what (laughs) yep i have a new girlfriend um we've been talking for a little while and i was like you know what let's make it official nice moves and i never have a real girlfriend you know that like i'm always single so we're going to Trader Joe's tonight. <laughs> are, um, yeah, what are, are there some funny things there where you did like you want to be doing some stuff that you didn't realize you'd be doing, but you find dude, yourself? She is completely changing my life, like unbelievably. Like <laughs> yes. teaching me how to cook. Right. Just like I'm like Jesus Christ. She's like showing me this shit. I'm like I'm actually 26 years old. I act like I'm 20. <laughs> Dude, and it's like, it's a great, uh, I don't know, like, I definitely feel with Kelsey is like, it's almost like an opposites attract kind of thing where it's like, we are two totally different people. But when we come together, it's like we better each other for the best and we show each other different parts of life. That's crazy. You said that because we even say to each other, we're like the opposite person. But then when we're like together, we're like the exact same person. That's weird. Um, Like we... I got a new dude. I got a duvet. You need to know what <laughs> yes, the correct. duvet is. <laughs> yes, not the bidet, but it is a good combo duvet as well. I got a duvet, new lamps, like on a cloud. Yeah, <laughs> the light looks different. The world looks different when you're <laughs> when you're in love. Yeah, when you've got uh, someone by your side showing it with you. Um, damn, good looks. Is it a Dallas chick or someone we know from back home? Yeah, she's actually from KC. Um, nice. She moved here a couple months after me. And we just so happened to meet out and hit it off. Good looks. Uh, the legend Aaron Platts gets to enjoy a Super Bowl this weekend. He got to enjoy Dallas last weekend. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about that. Um, Aaron, you know, he has season tickets to the Rams. Mm-hmm. So he has two tickets and then my cousins have four others. So they have six season tickets total. So obviously you get put into the raffle to be able to buy Super Bowl tickets at you know seat price or whatever um and like you know the first section has a 75 percent chance of winning the second section has like a 50 percent chance because like they have to sell some of the seats you know what i mean right um and none of them got a super bowl ticket damn 
and his seats are going for over 20 grand each on StubHub. I was going to say, have you seen what those prices are? It's 5,500 just to stand. Yeah. Uh, he And he really thought, you know, one of them would get one ticket and then they'd right. split it. Um, You've been got, there. How awesome is that stadium? It's really, really cool. Um, I also went to the um, New Orleans Stadium where they call that the Superdome. Yeah, the Superdome, really. In the Superdome, I was way up top, so it was different perspective. But I thought both of them were super, super cool. Interesting. Was well, Superdome was kind of older, right? And they went through Katrina. Yeah. Did you notice it was a little older or mm, still nice? Really. But I'll tell you what, the Rams one is really nice. It's really clean. It's cool. It's got waviness to it. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> sure. No, it looks, it just looks like scenic. It just looks like there's tons of sunshine. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Aaron's still a good Rams fan. So I, you know, I threw 500 on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I think that it might be the biggest blowout Super Bowl of all time. Thanks. Bengals going to win by that much, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Oh my god, dude! It's dude I wanted good. to root. I wanted to root for Joe Burrow, but as I sit back, I'm like, you know, I have to bet on the Rams. Like they might just kill them. I it's going to be interesting. I uh, I broke down. I did a core bets betting podcast that I dropped earlier today, which is just I kind of looked at all the trends. Like, what's crazy is the Rams are now in four different Super Bowls. Um, this will be their fifth. They won the one, right? The greatest show on turf. Uh, but they haven't covered in a single Super Bowl. They're 0-3 and 1. Bengals mm. are 0-2 in the Super Bowl straight up, but they're one and one uh against the number, which is interesting because it's like uh, you know, the number usually doesn't matter. And here's what's even better is the favorite in Super Bowl history is 26 and 26. Dead fucking really? even. Yeah. So it's like, wait, it's crazy. You, like um, money line or run line? Uh, uh yeah, number spread. Uh, spread. Yeah, and then uh, so it's and the over under I think is also twenty six to twenty six. But what's interesting about the spread versus the money uh, the money line is everyone that covered. Uh, so the straight up winner. Sorry, this is a little confusing. But the straight up winner who won the Super Bowl, they covered thirty six and five, like overwhelmingly. So it's like only five times has a team won but not covered. Mm, wow. Which is that's like, are you just betting Rams spread? Because that's what's interesting is like you don't get the value with the money line, but if you think the Rams are going to win, you should probably just bet the spread. Yeah, and for like sure. And I got them at four, not four. And I have so a lot of the games have the three and the four spread. So, it's a uh, sorry, I thought you had something there. I was, I was just gonna say, so yeah, the Rams we're rooting for the Rams, at least I am. But, um, yeah, Aaron and Jordan and Amory was supposed to come to Dallas too last weekend, but her flight got canceled. They were in the cut. I figured, um, it'd be cool to have the siblings all together now that Jordan's 21. Yeah. And um, we kind of went out with Jordan for the first time um, besides his birthday, but he met all my friends and it was a really fun weekend. Oh, that's sick. I didn't realize Jordan was there too. Um, mm, awesome. Yeah. I saw the crew was getting after it. Um, UFC 271 is this Saturday. I am jacked up. I'm going live for it with a couple of my buddies on my YouTube page. Um, did you see what full send and the Nelk boys are doing? I think they announced this with uh, Dana White is, they're having an event where they literally pick a fighter 
and it's their mm. fighter. Yeah, and they kind of put all they bring the power of all their fan base. It's almost like a sponsorship. Like this is, you know, it's kind of what Patty the Batty has with Barstool, but full send, who's gonna be the full send UFC fighter? Um, which I think is awesome. Yeah, the whole Patty Patty the Batty thing for seven figures, they said. What what has Patty the Batty done content-wise at all? <laughs> Dude, did you catch the Dave Portnoy show uh, today or from LA? It was cra- uh-huh. it was pretty good, but it's so funny because I get what they're doing is like as they grow, they keep adding content and more people, right? But then hardcore barstool guys who have been there forever, are like, well, this isn't the same, you know. But you know, in Dave's defense, more money's just hiring more people. But you know how he got bought out by Penn or Penn bought a stake in Barstool now. They opted into a hundred percent of Barstool, mm-hmm. so they own a hundred percent. And Eddie, who does the podcast with Dave, was kind of just like, people are kind of worried. Like, does that mean like what? Uh, they're just going to cut people, you know? Because Dave says he'll have the last say, but contractually he won't. And then he threw a wrench in the whole thing, and it was like, well, if the CEO of Penn, who's super tight with Barstool and Dave, if he just ups and leaves, then holy crap, Penn could just take a fucking hatchet to them. Yeah, but I think Penn does have a good relationship with them and they know that, you know, their whole brand is for the people. But it's funny you say that because I remember on the Dave Portnoy podcast you know, months ago when Eddie was like asking Dave, he's like, won't Penn have the option to like buy all of it? Mm-hmm. And Dave was like, yeah, I don't really know much about that. <laughs> it's like, Dave, yeah, you like, he's so like not really that that much of a businessman he just wants other people to kind of take care of it yeah he's like a content guy he just wants to gamble and make content and enjoy stuff with his friends I, I i really love listening to his podcast because it is like you know i want to be a content creator so it's like and in this business i think he's got a great eye for what this business is and where it's moving and just like because he's even talking about it he's like well you know if they try and do something i could just walk away and then what's barstool without me you know mm-hmm. Honestly, what is Barstool without Dave Portnoy? None. So that, that's what's super interesting. And it's like, what is Pat McAfee's show without McAfee? What is the Levitard show without Levitard? Uh, it's it's the new name of the game is everyone's owning their own brand. And you kind of get, you're, you're, we're creating our own cable. It's like, all right, I'll watch McAfee in the afternoon. I'll watch Portnoy Wednesday night, Levitard tomorrow morning. And it's all on demand. It's awesome. But yeah, it's cool with Portnoy because he, he basically just takes chances on these people. Yeah. And is hoping that they hit it big. Like, what does Co- what does Doug's do? What is you know, what is you like? I like that he wants to, you know, I, I like that too. I like paying people for people that enjoy doing work for us, but then it's like it's almost like he's signing up everyone, right? And it's a year deal, and it's like, wait a second, at the end of the year, okay. I guess it's you know that's and the name he of the rarely- game fires people so yeah you know he like gives them years to like figure out their, their niche yeah but dude the whole patty the batty thing he paid over a million dollars for him for what three years i don't i haven't seen patty the batty do one thing content wise i haven't even seen him fight Has he, he hasn't fought, fought since. he hasn't fought since if <laughs> dave wa- i think dave was stoned one night watched a ufc fights ufc fight night saw patty the batty almost lost that fight come back <laughs> kick his ass people are losing their mind on twitter he goes to his ufc guy and goes get me that guy and yeah he's, he's like when he was talking to him, he's like, dude, I went down the Patty the Batty YouTube rabbit hole where I watched all your videos. He basically was like, you want a million dollars to rep our brand? But, dude, my thing is, like, if Patty the Batty loses, 
Like, then what? Wash that fucking million dollars down the toilet. Yeah, like, he could come back, but that would be a huge hit on the uh, return on investment for sure. Yeah, and the Nelk Boys thing is cool. Like, they're going to that fighting event, yeah. and they get to, like, pick their 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 fighter. Dude, Kansas City? Should we fighter? get boots on the ground for that? We might have to get some people we know to go attend that. That is in Kansas City. But, dude, imagine being the fighter getting chosen by Nelk as your sponsor. You'd be like a gladiator. Yeah, it would. it's a no-brainer for a fighter to link up with these guys. And what I hope is more and more people do this. Like, you know, it's it's weird, like, owning a champion. But, you know, that's I feel like there's going to be more kind of sponsorship groups being like, no, nah, that's my fighter. It's almost like horse racing, which is, you know, I don't want to put two and two, but that's what it is. It's a gladiator sport. Jake Paul technically has his own boxing company or whatever, and he just signed, I think, the number one MMA chick. Uh, really? The chick that took out Nunez? I think the chick – it might have been Nunez. Yeah. I, I could be talking about it in my ass, but he signed someone legit. So he's doing it too, low-key. Yeah. Um, any legs to this rumor? I saw a rumor that was rather interesting. Tinfoil hats on. Blake Griffin is rumored to be the father of Lana Rhodes's baby. No way. <laughs> Where do you see that? <laughs> Somewhere on TikTok. Uh, one of these, uh, I don't know. They were pinning it together like she was in New York. She, she's been mum on it, right? We don't really know who it is. So when Lana Rhodes went on uh, BFFs, she kept right. talking about how she wanted to fuck Blake Griffin, but she wouldn't say the name. And um, like people were like leaking in the comments, they're like, it's Blake Griffin, it's Blake Griffin. Interesting. But that would be funny if it was Blake Griffin. Right. I think so. There has to be at least some legs to that. Is it like those little girls in the room that's like, I've been searching for the past six hours and here's what I think. Dude, well, how about the new uh, people at Barstool where literally they're just like kind of like the news updaters. Like they just, you know, the Jordan Woodbrow on TikTok who all she does is kind of keep up to date with what Bryce Hall is doing. Um, I haven't really, I don't really pay attention to those. When I see them, I'm like, I literally couldn't care less. Yeah, I, it, the only, they are informative. Like, she is good at her job. Like, if I'm curious about a topic, like, what the hell is going on with this Taylor Holder shit? Like, he's getting arrested, uh, but everyone's kind of, like, staying quiet about it. Like, she just kind of, like, does, she posts a lot and just kind of does give all angles. But again, it's like. It's, it's kind of similar to the one minute man too. Right, exactly. And I yeah. have noticed that um, uh, KFC has like shortened those. Thank God, because they used to be like four minutes and four I'm like, or five minutes. Yeah, through this, but now they're actually like a minute. Yeah, he he does a good job. I'm trying. Joey does some great job, um, kind of making thumbnails for me on YouTube now too. And he wants to get into more video editing stuff. And I think like. That, that no brainer he could do some fire like video editing clips that we could do like i've talked about jack doing like movie reviews just him you know for our social media or something um yeah which is what i want to lastly get into is tv sorry well, this, i was just gonna say speaking of movies whenever i see like these movie critics our age on tiktok like talk about the best movies of all time or <laughs> movies they've given a hundred percent to i'm like oh my god let's go <laughs> yeah I'm dude like, i've got this a... random dude's word for it that these are like the best movies ever. bro i've got a running list on imdb like i have my watch list and then i rate 
after I watch everything. Like I should, I really? I'll screenshot some shit to you. It's fantastic. Like That's I have like, a list of top tens, uh, ten out of tens for TV and movies. That's my really girlfriend's like favorite app is the IMDb app. It's great. It's great. Yeah, you need that app. So you can say you can make lists and say what you've seen and shit. You can make lists. You look up any actor, what they are have been in, what they're popular in. You speaking of wormholes, you can go down a whole thing there. Um, <laughs> their app and their website's great. You could see what's coming out like in two years. Like if you go to Christopher Nolan's page and it's like in pre-production, here's what he's working on next. And it's just like the title, and you're just like, fuck. He's uh, I think he's doing the atomic bomb next. Um, my favorite. Dude, speaking of, of like time. cool apps, there's an app where you can um, like if you see a plane, you can look at this app tracker, and it'll tell you where that plane's coming from, where it's going to, what type of plane it is. Yeah, it's Elon Jet. Uh, no, I, I think my dad actually he has one for ships. <laughs> like he really, he actually just likes looking. He's like, ah, yes, here's the SS. Uh, traveling near cambodia at this time it's crazy like a full map of shit um i was disappointed by ozark the first seven episodes of the new season have you guys caught up uh i'm on like four or five dude i just kind of grinded through them i i felt like it was a little boring outside of whenever darlene decided she wanted to pick up a shotgun uh the final season should have been seven episodes I felt like they used this seven episodes to lay the groundwork for the next seven episodes. And it's just like, I mean, I get it, but I don't know. It what have you thought though, right? uh, where you're at so far, Alex? It, it, I like your take. It feels like they're setting it up and I'm like, there's no way they're going to be able to wrap all this up. Like there's, it's almost like they're kind of going on this whole new venture now that they've established yeah, and, Ozark. And the nature of the season seems to be like, Hey, just get this drug guy, you know, freedom. And I'm like, you know, okay, I guess. And I guess that's the way for the family to finally get out. But I don't know. It's and now like Jonah's the bad guy. Like they're trying, they're throwing new fucking, uh, you know, kind of storylines at us a little too late. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he and Corbett, I was going to get on, but well, maybe we still might get him. If we have some substitute T with Austin P, Ian said he'll jump on in 10 minutes and we'll talk euphoria because God damn this last episode. I, I got Kelsey. I was like, Kelsey, you should watch euphoria. She watched it in a day all, all the way caught up. Like she, she couldn't <laughs> stop watching. Uh, but I do want to talk to about Ian about that because it's crazy what they're doing. Let's just get a couple. This is, the first 18 minutes of this. Sorry, Alex, are you caught up? Uh, I'm on the last, like, probably 10 minutes of the episode, but whatever. Spoiler the latest. Yeah, no, and I'm like, yeah. the first 18 minutes were a tough watch. But, Dan, they did a great job of just kind of portraying what addiction was. Yep. Um, you know, like the manic of one minute you're crying, begging your parents, I'm sorry, to snap of a finger you're right back to searching for your pills and just smashing smashing uh excuse me smashing shit manic feeling invincible running from the cops breaking into a house just you know thinking you could get pills that way and just the entire chase of the episode as you're following rue is uh i what euphoria is doing is transcendent television and it's kind of like it makes you think about so much more topics it's like the blend of the last two generations us millennials and gen z and what's interesting with my brother is like you know, you know like pe what you're seeing in these uh with this high school is people 
exploring their sexuality and it's so different from what older generations did where it's like no you're not allowed to be anything else than this you're not allowed to have feelings that too mental health uh it's a real in-depth look at that oh yeah it's extremely deep especially when uh like basically back to the mental health it's it's really just like it shows you so many different angles but i was gonna say i loved uh the scene with fez when um oh, he basically yeah. is just like manhandling her and i'm like like i don't know just yeah it's good Dude, it's he was so good. funny he was like yo you need some pepto-bismol uh she's like no no and he's he's so chill he's like no come on rue you know he's and and he throws her out like that that was like i think that was the best episode i had seen and there was a lot of good ones from the series yeah that episode absolutely cracked i think the whole series led up to that i think um zendaya even instagrammed something with this huge um like how she felt about the show and what people what she thinks people should take away from it I think, is there another season after this? Or is this I it? think there's got to be. I would even argue season season one was great. I think season two has been better. Like, it's mm-hmm. been nonstop yeah. crazy. I like I two better been, than one. Yeah. I think it's been good, dude. But I still think that one episode when they're at the fair. And, yeah. dude, yeah. you got to rewatch that episode. It is so well shot. I think it's the most well shot show of all time. 100%. Uh, yeah the ending scenes i think if i'm not mistaken yeah is an awesome film like just the moment i i yeah the lighting the music like god the tense music of rue running through traffic in a chase scene and then yeah. and i love how they switch up the intro every single time is like it, they, yeah. they gave us 18 full minutes of holy crap and then boom there's the title <laughs> i was Dude, like I was holy walking shit. i was walking down my hallway to my car and i just hear doot doot do 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 in someone's room and i was like <laughs> yeah yeah you're like yes okay you're in for it you're like holy crap so wait is ian like a big fan or something yeah he's a big fan and i just and like he has some funny takes on it like i was telling him i was like dude like am i just blind as a bat because i didn't know jules was transsexual until she whipped her dick out and pissed on the fucking street and my brother was just laughing his ass off at me but it's funny because like and you know People that know me know that my brother's gay. And he, you know, I don't think he doesn't dislike telling people that. But we're at the point where it's like kind of like what Carl Nassib did for the NFL was he came out. But he was like, why do we have to do this anymore? I'm doing this so I hope no one else has to come out because it's not even a big deal anymore. And like so like my brother just assumes my family, friends know. Right. And he just goes about his life. And it's just I think he's got, you know, because him going through high school dealing with that he was one of those kids that knew and i feel like you know he could provide an introspective thing as to like how he couldn't kind of explore this as opposed to euphoria like it's out in the open and maybe that i just think that's fascinating to see where we've gone from in the last five to ten years to where we apparently are now as is portrayed in euphoria sure um, so yeah, he'll hop true. on here in four minutes while we've got uh, some time. We got some substitute tea with Austin P. Yeah, yeah. If he hops on, yeah, we'll just start talking to him and we'll just do tea in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. Fire stuff. Uh, so over 30 million Americans plan to bet on the Super Bowl, which is what, almost 10%. And seven. it's an estimated $7.6 billion will be wagered on it. I've already laid a grand and I think I'm going to put another one down. 
on the Bengals? No, uh, I'm I'm all over. I've got I've got like a bunch of I did all my prop bets so far. Um, which was, <laughs> <You're at thousand. laughs> yeah, which was uh, adding up there a little bit. Um, but I, yeah. And again, too, is like, I think cause that line is four and a half, like my main play, like I would put 250 bucks, like my max play on Bengals teased with the under. Cause I think it's going to be a defensive game. And I was kind of talking about, so I'm taking some flyers on, you know, defensive players, even the goddamn kicker for the Bengals for Super Bowl MVP. Um, cause I think it's a crap game and, you know, give the Bengals that's teased that up. That ever happened where the kicker gets the MVP? I don't think it has. And it's more times than not a quarterback, sometimes defense, sometimes receiver. But I went back through the Bengals three playoff wins. And you can't tell me that two of those games, the MVP wasn't the kicker. He was four for four in the last two games. And he kicked, I think, three fucking uh, game winning field goals. You know, really? Yeah. So it's like, hey, if this is a defensive battle and the Bengals win and this motherfucker's four for four again, no one else kind of does anything. I'll take 70 to one. Yeah. 70 to one holy yeah, shit. i got some i got some fucking island makers <laughs> but that it is awesome. great like everyone now that sports betting everyone's betting which is awesome you know it's just we're all yeah. watching and now it's not we're just watching two great teams we're watching oh the rams need to win by a touchdown you know yeah i'm not trying to get into a rabbit hole of like sports betting and shit but I saw this thing where, you know how like all these people are starting these books, these legal books and trying to get people to come to their book, right? giving out promos and shit. Well, there's people that for a living will try to expose that and find, you know, really good promos and bet, bet against each other and make guaranteed money. Right. That's it. Like that would take a lot of work, but I see there's money to be made there. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah um vegan fridays new york city schools are serving vegan lunches every friday <laughs> Barf. what wait a second what what if I, what if i just say no like you just go hungry that day i god i mean that's crazy <laughs> yeah these meals are whack dude <laughs> what's uh, one or two um frontier Air- airlines announced plans to buy spirit airlines Wait, did you see some of the meals on there? What was it? Just like a kale salad? It's um, a a black bean cheese burrito and just this disgusting wrapper. It's t- <laughs> dude, I don't even know. I can't even describe. Here's these. your plant. Um, yeah, no, yeah, Frontier and Spirit. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> it would still I, only I, be the fifth largest U.S. airline. Wait, did, say that again. Who bought who or what? Frontier is going to buy Spirit. And they mm-hmm. formed uh, them together. They're now the... Isn't Spirit... It, which one's in Denver, uh, Alex? Isn't one of them, I think, based out of Denver? Frontier, maybe? Uh, probably Frontier. I, yeah, actually, there's an office by our office. Yeah, and in Spirit, I think, is uh, somewhat like in Florida, maybe. I could be wrong. Uh, what are the top? It's Delta, American, United... Um, I knew uh, I went. I used to live in the same town as the person who owned JetBlue, uh, but that's like a Northeast brand. I don't know if that's one of the top ones. It says that they're ahead of JetBlue in Alaska. Yeah, Alaska. That's right. Yeah, um, that's oh, a big. Uh, company, that's a big business move. You know. Oh yeah, the companies did not reveal a name for the combined budget airline, dude. What if it's a sick name? <laughs> I was thinking, what is it going to be? Freerit. Um, <laughs> Sprontier. I don't even know. Like, you got to get creative with it. It should just be called budget, honestly. 
<laughs> yeah, what if it was called like, like meta or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, dude, have you seen? I can't believe I didn't put this down there. This is this, you'd love this tea. There's a dude. I finally bought the New York Times, by the way. I succumbed to it. Really? I, I love it. It's solid. Um, there's and they wrote about this guy that flies out of Las Vegas and it's the Mile High Club. He literally has a plane that is just he kind of ripped it out, has a bed in there. And he wears soundproof headline headphones, and it's just, hey, join the Mile High Club, come have sex in my plane. I'll give you a. You could buy up to a private dinner. You could like buy up to like two hours, and uh, and it's just like this guy wow. running his own fucking thing. That's pretty smart, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and you get your uh, your own certificate of the Mile High Club. <laughs> I wonder if this guy's <laughs> ever been to the Mile High Club here as he's uh, great. The timing is working here. Oh, my God. It is uh, the crappy internet himself, Ian Corbett. Ian. Hey, Platts. <laughs> yes. What's up? Yes. You know Alex, Ian? No, Alex. Hey, I'm Ian. I'm Dylan's brother. Yes. Hey. No, no, perfect timing. So we welcome in my brother Ian Corbett with just the laggingest internet. He's sitting in front of maybe a Van Gogh painting. Um, <laughs> but we're just finishing up the tea, and then we're going to kind of get caught up on what's scaring you in the world. Uh, you know, our great climate change disaster and whatnot. Uh, Fuck. No, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about euphoria. That is, my, is my Wi-Fi that bad? No, you're good now. Uh, okay, sweet. All right. Let's get back to the substitute tea with Austin P. I just got a few more. We killed the ISIS leader. <laughs> and let me let me say his name for you guys. Okay. Abu Ibrahim Al Hashimi Al Karishi. That's pretty good. Um oh, yeah, awesome. I felt like no one wanted to give Biden a win. It was kind of just like it was just like, oh wow, we actually killed it. Oh, what? Biden or nah, no. Um, but isn't it kind of sketchy how I think my dad kind of our dad talked to me about this where he's like, you know, what's kind of sketchy is the fact here's where we lost society where it's just you can drone strike somebody that doesn't happen to us. But imagine if we lived in the country where we're at war and then boom, someone could just kill you with a push of a button. That shit's sweet to me. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. It was a dictator in another life, Austin. It's, you got some, what'd you say, Ian? It wasn't a drone strike. Oh, okay. The Navy, no, the uh, Marines showed up. This is the story that Biden tells. Which Biden just showed up and capped him with a 66 himself. <laughs> him and Hillary, yeah. Uh, no, he sh they showed up and they say, I don't know. I, I, I'm one of those people who doesn't want to give Biden the win on this. Well, wait a second. Talk about that a little bit, because, you know, there's the fight between the far right and the far left. And I think we all kind of find ourselves in the far middle was like, can we just get no, to fucking lead us here? Far left. And I don't think we're far enough. Okay, well, <laughs> Ian, live from D.C. That's right. Yeah. Uh, OK, wait, what's the next? Steve? I don't want to talk about any sad stuff. Talk about good stuff. Fair enough. The only other thing I had is that the Washington football team is now the Washington Commanders. Nice. Yeah, that's your neck of the and woods. Have you been to uh, FedEx Field? No, but I've been to their old stadium, which is a rotting dump like down the street from me. And I really huh. hope they bring the team back. Huh. Just like the rotting dump they currently play in, too. Um, <laughs> Field. You like the XFL team, but we're not sure if they're coming back, right? 
No, it's so funny though. There's this statue over by the old stadium that they poured blood all over it. I guess it was the founders of the Redskins. And like, <laughs> well, during I can't, the... <laughs> come on, bro. What? Come on. Oh, yeah. The bleed. The commanders, bro. The commanders. <laughs> But um, <laughs> they poured blood, they poured red paint all over his statue and then they removed the statue. So now there's just red paint just all over the sidewalk and it, does, it looks like they just spilled it. Splattered. <laughs> um, Dude, that's Col- the stupidest name I've ever heard in my life. Commander? Commander. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I heard that someone kind of fucked them up and like uh, trademarked all these names. They're like, oh, the. The, the football team needs a new name. I'm just going to trademark all these things that it could be. And they mm. got screwed out of so many fucking names. Really? Yep. Yeah. Ian, what's going on in DC? DC's good. You know, you know how there's a Canadian protest in Ottawa right now with a bunch of truckers and everything. The truckers. That's right. Yep. Apparently they're going to do a similar sort of redux, but a U.S. based one in DC. So we got to look forward to that. Which I think is going to be kind of fun. What's that all about? <laughs> okay, what are they protesting? Vaccine mandates. Well, oh. what's going on with that now? Because New York State comes out and they say, hey, we're taking down masks. And now I'm like, wait a second. Why is Min- You know, you guys are, it's New York and California, right? Why is Minnesota still on masks? We're kind of following your lead. Why can't we fucking, you know, get these out of here? Soon to come, I think. I yeah. think we're in the last weeks of it. Shit, we said that last year, too. We said that in May of 2021. That yeah. felt so fucking good. I forgot to tell you guys, we were hoping to, uh, so Ian Corbett's our guest, that we are, have put in a request for Ben Geller, uh, who is, you know, an old friend from high school, and now he's finding himself up the rungs of the government. Like, you know, I think he's a state representative or something in New York. But then I realized what side of the aisle he was when I did a little Instagram, Facebook dumpster dive. And it's it's some funny stuff. I think it would be a uh, pretty funny interview, but I think he objected to our slander of Mike Lindell a little bit. Dude, no PC. He cannot come on this podcast. <laughs> Dude, I think he Instagrammed something today, which was like the one pipeline Joe Biden isn't stopping. And it's literally Photoshopped Joe Biden smoking crack. <laughs> Out of a crack pipe. That's not very... <laughs> Bring him on. <laughs> But like this one, this dude was a quiet dude. And I guess, I mean, you know, once we left Missouri, I kind of like look back on it and I'm like, wow, okay. I guess it was kind of a Republican state. I mean, we were kids. We didn't get lost in that shit. But now that we're, you know, maybe that's uh, what birthed Ben Geller, but I don't know. I just Googled him and it's the kid from Friends, <laughs> like Ross's son. Is that really? that would be a curveball if that was Ben Geller? <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Dude, Alrighty. I found a chair in the hallway, and it was like free chair take. So I took it. Dude, that's, that's a gamer nice. chair. You're fucking. Is it comfy too? It looks like you're riding fucking. Yeah, dude. I, I called Jordan up immediately. I was like, "How much can I sell this for?" He's like, "That's like a three hundred fifty dollars chair. You should keep that." And I was like, <laughs> "I just got my new irons today. I'm going to showcase them with Ian Corbett in uh, what Arizona in a couple weeks. Mm, uh, so I'll weeks. take you to work. The road to eighty. I'm excited." All right, Ian, give us your best on Euphoria. We kind of touched on it. It's just, it, it's so fascinating. And my question for you is like, it's a great kind of blend of millennials into the show, watching what Gen Z is kind of growing up with, right? And I think it's just fascinating where it's like mental health was a stigma no one talked about when we were growing up. Your sexuality was something that nobody talked about growing up. How has that changed? Is Euphoria actually portraying this accurately? 
I think you see that Gen Z says that like, no, this is not what's going on, but I think it kind of is. And I think it's terrifying. Like I think kids nowadays are like fucked up in ways that like we couldn't even imagine being fucked up. Like I thought being gay was a problem when I was whatever. And now I'm like, what the, now I'm like, oh, I could have been addicted to pills. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, I love this show so much though. I think it's like, it's like, I didn't start watching it in 2019. Cause I was like, Oh, it's like a high school show. And I'm like, I don't want to watch a high school show when I'm like in my twenties, right. but it's just so good. And it's like, it's like an art form in itself. And Matty Perez is like the most iconic character of the 21st century. Who is sorry. You, and you I would want to there. say that Matty Perez. Who is, uh, is that her stage name or, uh, I, I know all the name. She's yeah. the one who knocks on the door, Maddie. She's the one who's like, <laughs> who's crazy. Like, I'm dressed like a hooker. <laughs> she is fire. But She's dude, you know, I, you know who my woman crush Wednesday is? Sydney no. Sweeney. Yeah. <laughs> but I've yeah, Sydney Sweeney's for, blowing up. I've been saying this for two years since the first season before she was popular. So. Dude, Ian, didn't you like White Lotus too? Yeah, Which I didn't realize on White Lotus. That. Dude, I like Alexander Alexandria Daddario too. Yes, that's right. Ian, do, don't we know the guy who created that? Or mom keeps trying to <laughs> he's related to us. He's related to us. The creator yeah. of White Lotus is related to us. I watched the first 15 minutes, saw a penis, and I was out. Uh, you know, HBO, what are we doing there? I didn't understand. Oh no, give it a chance to you'd love it. You'd love it. I loved White Lotus. Um, all right, I'll give it another chance. Yeah, I was just a little worried because they just threw a fucking cock in my face. I was like, that was unnecessary. Uh, in the first 15 minutes, it's but you're like, watching Euphoria, <laughs> yeah, I know, but at least Euphoria has a way where it's like it's such an art form. Like, I, you know, we all the make cock. fun of Cal having that serious monologue with his penis hanging out as he pisses all over the floor. That that the whole cow conundrum is fascinating to me. This guy grows up struggling with sexuality at a time before, obviously, us. And then he gets a girl pregnant and he has to just live this fake life. You know, imagine being this imposter and how fucked up that can make you as an adult. I think even his kind of portrayal is even fascinating as a take on adulthood nowadays. And how much it can fuck up your kids. Yeah, exactly. Okay, wait. So the conspiracy theory. Who's the third kid? I know. What the hell? Who's the second kid? Uh, The two brothers. Dad, put your penis away. What the fuck? You don't remember that? The the two. Yeah, yeah. That's the second kid. Who's the third? There was. That's the question. He takes down the family portrait. Cal does, and there's three boys in the picture. Dude, I I was kind of out of it during this monologue. Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, uh, Euphoria is one that I'm finding, especially this season, because like I kind of watch it like I have a couple beverages, even though this is a show I have to watch sober because it's so great. And then I I like, yeah. Oh, wow. OK. Who is the missing kid? Dude, Freaky what if right. it's um Ashtray? People Ashtray. thought it was Ashtray, but they're like, nah, he was a baby. Um, yeah. All that shit. Dude, it's just a great show because it's suspenseful. It makes you cringe. It makes you uncomfortable and it just keeps you glued. 
Um, yeah. We should talk about Dylan called me yesterday and he was like, did you know Jules was trans? And I was like, <laughs> well, that's how we should end is like, I'm so blind to this shit. Like, I like to think I'm cognizant and like, you know, Matt Damon <laughs> has to learn how to not say the gay slur because he grew up in Boston. It's like, I, you know, I learned not to say that, obviously, but it's like, I also have to learn, oh, you know, I'm just like clueless. Like, I'm obviously like, you know, uh, empathetic to everything and everyone, but I just don't see shit like that. Like, he had, I didn't know you were gay until you came out and you were just like, you know, you were like, wait, shocking. how did you not know? I know. I was actually very, very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, dude, the end of the first episode of season one, they're laying together and Jules has the biggest bulge in her little yeah. um, There's And also, she has a backstory <laughs> pre-transition. I, yeah, I thought a she was a chick in the girls. I had no idea. And then fucking, you know, the dad bones her in that first couple episodes. I thought he was just into young women. Like, he was a sickle like that. I was just like, wait, okay. And then and then they had that guy, you know, that guy that looked like he was more cross-dressing than trans. I, I don't even know if I could talk about this. Yeah, it was like, yeah. and I was like, wait a second, what's happening here? That probably should have been a fucking clue. So Cal's just into dudes. Slash like femme. Right. Or girls, okay, like trans women. Yeah. Yeah. See, again, like it's this show is teaching me something too, which is kind of just like, yeah, it makes me ignorant, but at least I'm willing to fucking learn. So, um, before we head out, Ian, yep. what's up with your life these days? Are you, um, how's your job? Are you still working from the same job? I forget if it was the same one when I was on here, but I'm, um, I'm applying for new jobs. I applied for a couple of grad schools. Hey, thinking about grad school, right? Yeah. You were Wait, thinking about Boulder. Your... Alex is out in Denver. You're out in Denver? Yeah. Come on out. I, I mean, I, I mean, I just like, I was like, anywhere I can ski my life away is where I want to be. So, yeah, fair warning about like how many people have moved here, but otherwise, uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna be one of them. <laughs> number one ski destination in the world. So, wait, I, I thought your dream job was to clean up beaches or my tripping. I know. Remember last time? So, last time there was supposed to be, are we allowed to talk about the world ending now? Um, but like, yeah, so last... wrap us up with your climate change hitter. <laughs> Last time, excellent. Congress supposed to be called the Climate Corps. That just completely fell on its face. They, and that's they what just I threw it in the trash can as soon as it now. entered the uh, chamber. They they literally shot it. <laughs> they shot it. <laughs> just, I can't. I feel so stupid for being like, oh, of course they're gonna do this, and then they just did it. And I was like, come on. I'm like hoping so like I don't know if anybody wants to show up in DC and like do exactly what they're doing in Ottawa but like a climate version where everybody just lives on the mall until we decide to do something about fucking climate change I'd be down I'll bring the snacks you know the real quick you know the thing where Leo's like if we don't change it in seven years or whatever we're fucked oh I mean but minus seven years at this point we're <laughs> like we're getting to that yeah. point where it's irreversible right like before I remember yeah. gro growing up and people were like climate change and then I was like ah and then I was a kid I was like all right yeah you're right and now you kind of grow up and you make your own you know research make your own opinions form your own opinion you're like Jesus Christ you're like shit but yeah again and I think people who are in charge of this are like well shit we can't go back you know it's like there's so much invested in going forward I think of it like, okay, so like, you know, when you don't study, you don't do a paper and everything until the last possible day. And then for some reason, there's a snow day. 
and then you just waste it. You get lucky. Oh, and, and you're like, fuck, that. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do it next. And then you just waste it. I think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think we're going to realize that we're so fucked. And then all of a sudden something's going to happen and we're like, oh, actually we have more time. Like a volcano erupts. And then we still don't do anything. because. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, an underwater volcano erupted too. That was uh, the other thing. I, I don't want to live on a coast. I was There was a job open in San Diego. I was like, ah, do I you know, like even bother applying? And I was like, wait, do I want to deal with fucking, you know, a crap house for double the price of what I'm living in now for half the size and then fucking COVID mandates, taxes. Are you thinking about moving out of Minnesota? Yeah, the first I heard about I, that. No, but. I'm not. I, I'll always keep this house. I'm looking for a second house. I'm looking for like a, <laughs> you know, I'm looking for like an Arizona, you know, yeah. kind of, I want to leave for the winter because Kelsey's really? a nurse and she could go anywhere and I'm basically just doing play-by-play, which is seasonal. So it's like, and I could do the podcast anywhere so yeah dude remember when you gave me that little business proposition of all of us pitching in for one house yes that would be sweet yes dude i was thinking about that in dallas now that all you guys were there i was like i would chip in and sell my room out you know um yeah, just because owning property is so that's the way to go um mm-hmm. ian thanks for stopping by did you have some oh, yeah, work thanks there? for having me that's what i live in right now a bunch of people bought this townhouse in dc and now they rent it out and i have a room in it yeah, Bennett. you live in like almost a hostel. Like you have like eight different roommates, don't you? I have 11. 11, yeah. yeah. In the same house? It's crazy. Yeah. This thing goes like all the way up to the moon. Ian lives in the freaking attic. Uh, and I love it's just, it. You're just walking up and people are just walking up and down the stairs. Um, <laughs> Did you stay over here? No, you didn't sleep in No, this. fuck no. God, I mean, <laughs> I stay in my wants... like the bar that I lived above in Washington State. We're <laughs> all well traveled. Ian was a ski instructor once uh, in a bar in Washington State. Like he lived on top of a, there was 40 people that lived at the bottom of this mountain, and Ian lived on top of a bar with two people. Just disgusting place. Poor people. Oh, and then there was just some random dude named Greg who showed up nope. the week before I got there and just Jeff. <laughs> decided to live there. And he was like, he would always play video games and Mortal Kombat and he would yell, cocksucker, cocksucker, cocksucker <laughs> over and over again at the top of his lungs until he was just sleeping. He would, he would wake Ian up with cocksucker. Like, Jeff, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> All right. So good long luck. story short, you yeah. don't really know what you're doing with your life right at the moment. Who the fuck knows what we're doing with our lives? Touche. I'm just yeah. curious. Like, are you going back to school, you think? Yeah, maybe. We're still young here, right? Yeah. We got time to fuck it up again. This Start is the name all of the game. Over. Winging in life. Winging here <laughs> on the pod. Okay, uh, thanks for having me on. I always like seeing you guys. Nice meeting you, Alex. Yeah, good stuff, Ian. Thanks for stopping Excuse by. Me. Alex and Austin, we're putting in work this week. Hope you enjoy it. We'll talk to you next.